All right. So here's what I love about our Franchise Accelerator podcast is that we're not afraid to ask the hard questions. And this is probably one of the hardest questions think so. you could ask an owner, which is, would you invest in your business? Now, hopefully the answer is a maybe at best, right? Or worse, hopefully it's yes. But what we really want to dig into is not just whether you would or not, right? We don't want to, you know, dwell on the past, but really looking at it as, okay, what would make my business a good investment? Because a lot of times as business owners, we're thinking about getting financing or getting investors, but we forget the part, which is our responsibility to be a good investment. And I think by taking your business, we can make this concept a lot more real and really come to life to things that you could do now to make your business a better investment. So the first thing we're going to talk about is a little bit, we listened to last week's podcast, we went down this road a little bit, but we felt that it was a very important conversation and one that we really wanted to continue in more depth this year, this week. So what we want to do is say, okay, so what is ROI and what do we mean by that? How does that fit into our business? So what we want to do is say, what did we invest in our business initially? So whether it's 100,000, 200,000, whatever that is, and do we generate a return on that? And I think the concept of a return on our investment is probably the one that's most foreign because people think, oh, well, you know, you take a salary from working in your business or you take a distribution for working in your business, but that's different than getting a return on the money that you invested, right? Well, yeah, because you could get that salary or that anywhere, right? Your right. time and your yes. knowledge is going to get you that. But you had to put up money yeah. that you could have put anywhere else. Right. And you chose your business to put it into. So that money also needs to be turning into higher dollars for you. Right. To make it all make sense <laughs> of why you took this risk, why you do what you do. Yes. That's the love maybe for you do or the yes. hope that it's. Yes. Because the biggest thing we went to this week, change the mindset on, is the idea that our business is just like a black hole where money goes, right? right. <laughs> That's not what we want, right? We want to, We need to put money in sometimes, or we did at the beginning. Right. But like you said, that money could have gone anywhere, right? Outside of our love for what we do or our vision for the future, we really could have taken those same dollars, put them in a stock, put them in a CD, right? right? And that's where that idea of a return comes, because if they were in a stock or a CD, they're earning... 5%, right. 10%. on how risky you want it to be, right? You go from all the way Bitcoin. to market, all the way to Bitcoin. Or maybe just go with Apple and probably right. be okay. So. Right. And we don't want to assume your business is the restaurant version of Bitcoin, right. but we right. want some CD. So whether it's checking interest or whatever it is, we want some, some return. So, all right. So that's what really what we want to focus on today. It's just that idea of a return and really taking it back to our business to say, Am I giving that return to my investors? Okay, so the next piece is, again, as an investor, really separating the two. So again, you put in X amount of dollars in the beginning. That's really where the return calculation is going to come from. You put in $100,000, whatever it is, that annual return is based on that initial investment, just like it would be on a stock or whatever it is. It's based on an initial investment, but then that return has nothing to do with your initial investment, right? Like you're not right. reducing your initial investment by that return, right? No, no. Correct. 
Yes, so you should expect both, right? So $100,000 plus your annual return of X, but the annual return really just lives over here as the value of the risk you took by putting money into your business. Right, and those numbers can be different by about how much you're paying yourself in addition to or what right. your restaurant's doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis, but a good part to start is just, these are where they are, this yes. is how we separate them out. Yes, and seeing them as then, again, when you get that return, like you're saying that's not time you put in, that's right. not any other thing, that's just, hey, here's the return on your investment every year. Okay, so taking that a step further, what we would want to do is say, now a lot of times you have more than one investor, right? So you want to calculate that on total investment and then coming up with a baseline annual return. So say you started with 5% on your annual return, that would be 5% of those initial investments that are put in by each of the owners. Now, again, that is separate from what we talked about before, which was the valuation. Because ideally, when we put money into something, think of like a stock, it should grow, or Bitcoin. Because you feel like more people might be familiar with Bitcoin. So Bitcoin, right? Five years ago, you invested in Bitcoin, and the value of that Bitcoin grew, right? So five years later, that same initial money you put in should be worth a lot more. Right? Same is true for your business, right? You invested, invested in a startup, it was worth very little, but over the last five years, you've grown the value of your business. So it's very important, as we talked about before, to look at the value of that business. And the key to that is knowing that those initial investments may not add up to the value, right? Like hopefully they don't, hopefully it's grown. But when we talk about a return, that really is just taking a portion of the annual profits or bottom line, and then returning it to the investors as a way to thank them for you still holding on to their cash. Because even if it's been 10 years, you've held on to right. their money for 10 years. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Almost copying like what those like a, you know, buying into like an apartment complex would do, right? They would right. pay you a dividend every exactly. year to hold your money. So exactly. same idea, however you want to look at it as there needs to be some sort of benefit for someone being part of Yes, and I think this is where so many times we see conflicts arise, right? You see a conflict between someone who gave money, family members, aunts, uncles, friends who put money in, and the owner. And the owner says, oh, well, you know, I'm gonna, I want to hold on to the cash because I'm building another location or I'm redoing the patio or all these big things. And the investor is saying, well, <laughs> why are you still holding my money, right? And both aren't wrong, but I think by understanding returns, sometimes the answer could be as simple as saying, okay, 10% of our profits are going to go back to our investors as you know, calculated however it is, and then 90% can continue to stay in. I mean, the other piece that makes this really important is sometimes it's just you. But even if it's just you, the big lesson is you still should be doing both, right? You, the answer isn't leave all the profits in the business forever, that you should even have the rule of 10% comes out, 90% stays in, whatever that is, because that will make your business healthier moving forward as well. All right, so with that, now what we want to do is really look at where we are today. So whether you have no investors, it's just you, or you have 10 investors, what we wanna do is really look at 2023. And even if you've never done it before, I promise the people I've helped with do this, 
the investors are so happy, right? Because <laughs> they finally can discuss this. Right. Sometimes elephant in the room. And rather than leaving it as an elephant in the room, having that honest conversation of here's where we are this year, right? Maybe we've earned 50000 as a company or more than that. Coming up with some percentage of that, even if we start at 10% and just saying, okay, 10% of our bottom line, we are going to pay back to our investors as a return on their investment. And really what that does is encourage them to stay investors, stay happy, and maybe even invest more, right? So, um, so really what we want to think about for our steps is the first thing is our plan. Right? So the other thing to think about is even if you don't have the cash flow, let's say you're, you are doing a build out, you know, this location made money, but all the cash is going out into you know, the future next location, you can always acknowledge that you owe your investors 10% or that you want to pay them 10% and then let them know that you're going to pay them in six months, right? Let them know yeah. that 12 months from now, right. but you can book it as something that is owed to them. And that we at least you're acknowledging, you know, this would have been the profits for this year. So then the other thing to think about here is really the idea of distributions and taking money out. And again, I think what we've you know come up with is just having that real conversation with your investors, whether it's yourself or multiple people, and really setting a good plan of action. Because Scott, and you you know, from working with business owners, we see this a lot as a conflict. Yeah, because I think like you said there's no plan in place. There, there, no one knows what's expected. So I think as the ownership group or the owner sole owner just has to have a plan of this is the goal. And again, as long as those numbers are based upon a percentage of right. we're not guaranteeing you a dollar number, we're just guaranteeing what percentage of that number would be. So yeah. it makes it much easier to project forward because you're not saying I'm giving you ten thousand dollars. I'm giving you 10%. Right. And exactly. it's not going to then harm the business in any way because that obviously that 10% is profit that the business is bringing in. Um, well, exactly. And I think the key here is, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you're thinking about growth, you're thinking right. about scaling, you want to go bigger in the future. But getting this part right is so important because if you can make right. them feel appreciated and thankful here, you never know if they're going to help you in the next project sure. or the next project. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's anything if you look at like from like the large world is why the, the a company maybe not in growth mode like uh, is going to pay a, a dividend to their yes. stockholders. The same yes. thing. So maybe you're not trying to open ten restaurants. Well, what's the advantage of your current investors in your one restaurant to leave their money in there? Yes. And that would be some sort of yeah. payment. Where again, if you were going to open ten or twenty, that to them might be their investment. Is well, I'm going to keep going with this operator. They're going to get bigger and bigger. I'm going to make more and more money. So yes. depending on which way you go. And I it. think that's the other part here where having the real conversation, we recommend having it you know, right after the end of the year. Don't wait until tax return comes out. Right. <laughs> okay, one, where they have to pick up your income. Right? Have the conversation well in advance. Prepare a report. Again, showing the value of your relationship, the appreciation of what they've provided to your company. But then also having a real game plan to say, you know, here's our plan for this year. Again, you don't have to pay it right now, but just acknowledging it. It could be that you have extra cash this year and you maybe want to go back and pay off of 22 first, right? You don't have to do it year for year, 
But again, the last thing, and we see this all the time, is where you wait till tax return, all of a sudden there's income. I didn't even get $10,000. Now I have to pay tax on $10,000. Or like I see then as a habit medium, everyone just takes the money out to cover the taxes and forgets that that's also not the full return, right? They picked up a certain amount of income on a K-1. So having that conversation of, are you going to make them whole? Are you not going to make them whole? But not being afraid of the discussions because I've really never seen where it goes bad except when those conversations are avoided. Right. Yeah. So, all right. So then our final piece is just, again, to walk through how different companies do it. Like you said, there's companies that pay dividends. Even if you're, you know, privately held, but you are a C-Corp, you can pay dividends. So kind of understanding your entity structure, how that plays in is very important. That's, you know, why part of our whole podcast is to provide resources for you because some of these are just things you need to learn how your business is set up and the options that are available other things that like i said stocks that pay a percent per share right that's another way to do it right. again if you've actually some escorts have shares that were given each investors maybe that's does it you don't have to be trading on the stock exchange to do some of right. these ways that these companies are again incentivizing investors to stay investors um, again, McDonald's, Papa John's, those all do, you know, percentage of share based on um, the share price. But again, you don't have to go that complicated, but it is good to think about, you know, different ways. And ultimately, I mean, these big guys are, they're paying out money to keep their shareholders happy because they know right. they want to when <laughs> stay involved. Right? Essentially, <laughs> if you know, McDonald's around 2%, if you had a $100,000 McDonald's stock, they're going to get you $2,000 yeah. to just stay yeah. in stock, which you can then buy more of it, right? Or, yeah. you know, reinvest or leave it in either way. And that's where also knowing, I mean, if you are, even if it's just in your town and they're like, wow, I got 5% last year from investing in this, this restaurant. I mean, now all of a sudden it's something they're proud of, right? Like they didn't have to get all their money back to be happy because sometimes that's what we think. Like, oh man, I got to pay them back. But it doesn't have to be that, right? It could just be, hey, I paid you 5% right. this year and, and then move on to next year and, and try to keep it safe. So the biggest thing here, again, if this is completely new, we haven't thought about it, you haven't had the discussion with the investor, please reach out to us, right? Like that's why we're here to help. We are happy to walk through your entity schedule, kind of build it out for you and really prepare you to wow your investors at the end of 2023. So thank you so much for tuning into this week's podcast. And please check out our website at anniegannon.com to learn more about the Franchise Accelerator Program.